So this is this was a fun episode. There aren't many football games going on. There aren't any football games going on. So we kind of did a, a team breakdown. And we talked about what the AFC North should do, uh, what moves they need to do, the specific teams. BJ was very adamant about what certain teams should do and should not do. Uh, we also talked about what's going on with Cam Newton and what happened at the football camp, um, what's going on with running backs in the NFL. And stick around until the end. You'll have some life advice. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to like and subscribe to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you might find your podcast. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. This is Adam Caperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. That Cam Newton video is disturbing. And BJ Thomas. Why is he talking shit to kids? But I, I don't know. And I, I wanted, wanted to ask about that. So... From what I saw, it looked like the three parents attacked him and he, he, he took him down. That's what it seems like. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I guess I, those my, were, I don't think those were parents. Oh, I thought they were. Those are kids. Oh. Either that or he's just so huge, they look like kids. But they look like, they look like kids to me. Like the whole behavior looked like children attacking Cam Newton. Well, the behavior was childish. The people, I think, were adults. I'll tell you what, like, uh, six five two fifty. Yeah, and and that was my question to you guys: is about halfway through that, there, there, there was again. I'm thinking they're adults, so they're kind of going. This was a bad idea. <laughs> Have you ever been in a spot where you're like, oh shit, I immediately regret my decision? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. do you guys know where it derived from? No, I, I, the only room I heard is that he was talking shit about his team beating the other team. Yeah. So the team that he beat were former players of his that they quit on him and they thought that they would be able to form their own team. One of the, one of his assistant coaches left Cam Newton and started their own team and he still beat them. So they were talking shit amongst each other. So one of the, one of the players told Cam Newton, like, you know, we'll do something to you pretty much. And Cam was like, yeah, right. He he didn't think they would do something until they did. And as you can see, like, he manhandled them. It was like, I think, four of them, and he just pretty much moved them out of the way. It's crazy. He had two of them in headlocks. Yeah. And was dodging the other one sucker punches. Right. I was like, oh, no, you're lucky he has a lot to lose. Or you'd have your whole face caved in right now. <laughs> exactly. He's the only one up there that had a lot to lose. Yeah. Right, exactly. But what does that say about our youth of today, though? It's like, really? Like, is that serious? Like, it's, it's Dude, I was asking. People haven't been fighting one on one since we were in school. Yeah, and that's yeah. the thing. There, there are like fights nowadays. It's two on one, three on one, four on one. Like the, the way my dad told me to approach fights in school wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. He said. My dad always told me if you're fighting somebody and you and you knock them down, you leave them there. If they get back up, you put them back down. It's not like that anymore. No. You got to keep him on the ground and knock his cousin yeah. out. Like you, yeah. you have you have to just keep going through it and backing up and getting out of there. And like it doesn't apply anymore. The the way our parents fought is not the way it is anymore. And, and on top of that, when my parents got in a fight after it was all said and done with, that was the end of it. Yep. Right. That was it. That was it. They might not be shaking hands or best friends, but there was no more fighting, and there was going to be not there wasn't going to be another fight. 
Yeah. And, and, and that, to me, that's the biggest change in society is, I remember my dad telling me stories, like he would get in fights at school and like a week later, the, you know, the guy he was fighting with were hanging out. And like, that does not exist anymore. No, it's no, now, no. I have to, now I have to shoot you. Yeah. 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 I saw a documentary and it was some kids, I forgot what city it was. And, and the kids was like, nowadays, if we get in the fight, we have to have our gun. Or one of our friends have to have a gun with them because nine times out of ten, if I knock that guy out, his homie or his cousin, his brother is going to shoot me. So I need you to have my back. He and, said, he said, you have to have a piece on you now. And that's the bigger problem is it, nothing's self-contained anymore. Right. You know, because like if you and I got into it and we're, we're, we're throwing hands, okay, shit's good, shit happens. We go our separate ways and and we go to our separate homes and we're by right. ourselves. We don't right. didn't have social media. We didn't have people constantly building things up and call, calling you calling you names for for taking punches. I fucking hope y'all fight. I hope you do. I'm turning that shit into the Royal Rumble. I'm off the, I'm top roping both of you. Lines, everything. I hope you let me know. Let me know where I gotta be. Out of nowhere. Out, out of nowhere. I'm stone. You're gonna hear Stone Cold's music, and I'm gonna come flying down fucking. Around. <laughs> I swear to God, it's gonna be great. Yeah. It's gonna be excellent. But so, if you're Cam Newton, do you do a seven on seven again? Fuck yeah. I heard it was free. Well, and to me, if I'm Cam, I do it because I'm not gonna let some dumbass parents or kids or whomever they were ruin my love for helping children. Yeah. That's why he was doing it. I saw a meme that said uh, Cam Newton took Auburn to the national championship with an offensive lineman, one offensive lineman that played in the NFL game, uh, uh, receivers with no receptions in the NFL. And he's used to being a one-man band, and this is the guy you chose to fight? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Again, got about halfway through and realized I immediately regret that decision. Exactly. He's legit 6'5". Some people think he's 6'6". Two fifty. Yeah. They also showed a picture of him after he rolled over, had a rollover accident, laying on the asphalt, smiling. And it's like, and it was the same thing. Like, that's the guy you want to fight? Like, he's, but, and here's another thing. Cam Newton's the kind of guy that will say some dirty shit to you while he's smiling at you. And yeah, that trigger, yeah. that'll trigger something deep inside of you. Yeah. Like, what you think this shit's funny, motherfucker? Like, yes. <laughs> well, what I think is, was funny was, this was four or five years ago. Some guy was like, well, I threw a punch at Aaron Donald and he, he punched me back and I want to sue him. I'm like, first of all, you live to talk about it. First, first, first of all, you need a mental health evaluation. You, you looked at Aaron Donald and was like, I'm gonna punch that guy. I've never seen anybody over 300 pounds with a waist my size. I don't, yeah. I don't understand it. Him and Tyron Aaron Smith Donald is our height. He's six. Yeah, I know. I know, but he's six. He's six by six, right? And you have six five to six six, three hundred plus linemen Can't double do teaming a six Can't foot do guy. Nothing with him. No, Can't I do nothing with him. I saw they were talking about Tyron Smith and how you know he's a free agent and he, but he wants to sign with the Cowboys. And one of the pictures they used him was him in just a t shirt, like he just taken his pads off. And I'm like, you're an offensive lineman. <laughs> Like you're just a wall. You're just like he's flat stomach. You know, just it's just crazy to think that three. You know, you think three hundred pounds, and you're like, oh, that guy's kind of fat. 
Uh, no, these gentlemen are not. They are not fat. No, they're huge. The Aaron Donald is uh, freaking nature. That guy, he's. It's like the biggest fire hydrant you ever saw. As he's, he's just <laughs> six, five by five. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, I just. Uh, I don't know what goes through your head when you look at a professional. It's it's got to be the paycheck. It's like that old Mike Tyson thing. Like, would you get in the ring with Mike Tyson for $20 million? Yeah, because I can pay to get my jaw fixed and my teeth replaced <laughs> for about probably 100000 So, yeah, it's worth it. I think that's what goes through their head. Like, yeah, I'm going to take this punch and, and cash out of court. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully it yeah, won't hopefully be used on your medical expenses. <laughs> I couldn't imagine getting punched by Aaron Donald. I don't think I could imagine or think about it because my head would would be caved. I just I think I think you're going to hear the term herniated disc or, bulge, <laughs> or bulging disc. Like there's going to be something wrong with your fucking neck after you take that punch. Because I just it seems like it seems like you're getting hit in the head with an unripe pumpkin or something. Like it's just I just it doesn't seem like a good idea. No, I'd like to watch. Please, <laughs> somebody come get me before you make that decision. This is now the second pay per view that BJ has offered this this and, podcast. But I'm testifying against you in this one. <laughs> I would no, he tried Aaron Donald. Like, Judge, do you see him? Do you see him? I bet you with your bailiff sitting right there, you won't talk shit about him. <laughs> yeah. Should Judge Judy be quiet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see all these people jump over the bench. What do you do when he goes through it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> parts of like the red sea <laughs> yeah i just fighting professional athletes like you get what you ask for i, I don't care uh if you sue cam newton um i hope the judge laughs in your face and makes you pay his court costs like i just yeah it probably won't happen but i hope it does yeah. so on a nfl related but even more funny um, so I saw that the Washington football team commanders, commanders, whatever they're called now. Um, Redskins. Sure. Uh, they are open to trading Sam Howell, and they think they can get a second or a third round draft pick for him. Do these teams assume that other NFL teams don't watch football? Apparently. <laughs> God. The, the crazy thing is they're going to trade a North Carolina quarterback and possibly draft another North Carolina quarterback. I shot myself in, in the left foot. You know, that was a mistake. So let me shoot myself yeah. on the right foot. Yeah. I was, I was, <laughs> I was just, that's like slapping a horse on the ass and getting launched against the barn door. And I want to do it one more time. I'm like, wow. God, fucking idiot. So speaking of the uh, commanders, whatever, um, do you think so? Let's say they draft a quarterback. Do you think that they should have get like a bridge quarterback and let that um the uh, draft the QB that they draft have them like sit out a year? Uh, as a Cowboys fan, I hope they throw him into the fire and it ruins his confidence. Yes. <laughs> if you want, if you want me to be honest about it, I do feel bad for Dan Quinn. I f honestly, I don't think he wanted to take that commander's job. I think if Dallas wanted him back, he would have stayed in Dallas rather than taking that job. But I don't think he felt support from Dallas. And, and Dorian, the only problem with your suggestion, well, I do agree with it, that you, you, you bring in a veteran, you let him start a year or two, 
when he retires, you you bring in the, the, the guy that you drafted high that's been in the system. The problem with that is the only Ooh. veteran that's on the market that would Kirk be... Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Bring him back, baby. <laughs> bring back Kirk. Let's slap that franchise tag on him one more time. Let's sign him and then franchise him. <laughs> Do you think Kirk would consider going to watch? Hell, Hell to the no. Hell. <laughs> they, they probably cost him. He got three franchise tags. I think so. Easily $30 million. Shit, man, that's Dave Thomas money. Yeah. <laughs> they cost him so much money for not being. Well, I don't know. That's the problem with Kurt. At that time, though, he probably was the top five quarterback. Yeah. Right on the edge. But see, I don't know. Maybe maybe they didn't cost him that much because Washington didn't really believe in him. So who else was going to? Maybe he was actually like a top six or seven quarterback, and he just got a really good agent. Because when he, when he took over for quarterback in Washington, um, I'm trying to think who was the leading receiver there. Um, it was a, it was a Sonoris Moss, right? No, oh, that was no, 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 no. Who was there? I'm trying to think. You're thinking Santana? Yeah, Santana. It was yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think it was much later than that. Let's see. When Kurt left Washington in 2017, the roster consisted of Josh Dodson, Maurice. Harris, Brian Quick, Jamerson Crowder, Robert Davis. Oh, wow. Yeah, you can really evaluate a quarterback that isn't Tom Brady on that fucking roster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are any of those guys currently in the league? Josh Dodson, I think, might be. No. Okay. Where's Jamie? I thought it might be Jamerson Crowder, if anybody. Yeah, yeah. I think Jamerson Crowder's been the but he he might be on his way out. He, he, was, he is yeah. back on Washington. Poor really? guy. Yes. Wow. Back in the hellhole. <laughs> yeah. He's gonna retire probably next year. <laughs> He's gonna go back to Washington. Washington I'd sign is where with you some... go when you're at the end of your career. I'd sign with somebody else so I don't have to retire with Washington. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, anybody. There's thirty one other teams. <laughs> anybody. So the... question. Is there a market for Russell Wilson? Yes, because people are stupid. I mean, there's always going to be a market for Russell. Because if you think about it, even if he sits around and nobody signs him, somebody will sign him to back up a rookie. Yeah. So, or I mean, hold the, the spot for a rookie. The rumor is is that he's he, he's going to sign for the minimum with Pittsburgh because Denver's still going to pay a lot of his salary. So Pittsburgh's not going after and, Justin Fields. Who knows? I've seen Raiders. I've seen uh, Atlanta. I've seen Pittsburgh. But the only thing I know about offseason chatter is that nobody knows anything. No. Mm-hmm. And that anything they're talking about, the teams are okay with them knowing. Yep. If, if, if it's reported that this team wants to do this, it's they don't really want to do that. They don't want to do that, right. It was basically leaked. Yeah. Intentionally. I feel like everything's a smoke especially since the rise of the internet and Twitter and stuff, it's like, everything's a smoke screen. Yeah. I mean, think about it. We've been doing this for three years now. How many things that we've heard about the Cowboys have come true? Very little. Not one thing. 
that one thing, yeah. We didn't hear about the Brandon Cooks thing until the Brandon Cooks thing happened. Right. Nothing. Nothing. So, I mean, that's just one team. That's just, and I say the Cowboys, not necessarily because they're my team, but they are constantly in the news cycle. Right. And nothing. And I, I feel true. as if there's more misinformation in the NFL than in the NBA. Yeah. I can see that. Exactly. I feel with, with the NBA, if you hear rumblings and you hear it multiple times, it's probably going to happen. Um, I feel in the NFL, you just hear just random bullshit. Well, that makes me worried about the magic because that means they're going to have a 40-year-old Clay Thompson. Again, we talked about it last week. They are known for going for over-the-hill uh, players that are, have, have expired. Please, just sell the franchise to Shaq. Please, yeah. <laughs> just sell it to him. Oh, come on. The, 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 the Vosses are, are great with their schemes. They're shaped like um, pyramids. <laughs> you, mean, you mean like acting like Christians? Yes. Well, I mean, that, that, that is why the company is called the American Way. If you're Christians and you're listeners and you're offended, you're probably fake like them, so don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I, I have a hard time not picking on Republican Jesus. <laughs> not Christian Jesus, Republican Jesus. No, it's completely different. The Jesus my grandmother attempted to raise me on and the Jesus that exists now are two completely different people, but we only have an hour tonight so we'll continue. We'll, <laughs> I, I could, I could go all day. Yeah. So when you say misinformation, so like for example, there's rumors of Derrick Henry going to the Cowboys. So is that misinformation? You think? That is the Tennessee Titans wanting a better deal from someone else. The Cowboys are used as a threat to the rest of the league. Because, yeah. but the crazy thing is, for over a decade now, Jerry doesn't pull the trigger on those things. So I don't know how any other team actually takes it seriously. They probably just think he's still crazy. Yes. But Jerry Jerry has not been a big player in the free agent market since. Dion? No, 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 no. no T.O. T.O. was huge. T.O. Um, T.O. Um, it, another... it might be T.O. It's been a long time. It could, it could very well be T.O. Yeah. There's been no significant free agent signings for the Cowboys. Everything's come through the draft. Yeah. Yeah. And see, the thing with the Derrick Henry to Dallas thing, like he might possibly be signed as a free agent, but I, I highly doubt it. Um, now, they might sign a free agent running back because there's a bunch out there. I'm hoping for Josh Jacobs. Yeah. So there's Jacobs, there's Saquon, there's Tony Pollard, um, and Derrick Henry. I heard Austin Eckler is going to be let go. Mm. No, I. I... I like Austin Eckler, but I don't think the Cowboys have the system for him. They don't throw to their running backs that amount. They're, they want somebody to go between the tackles and do work. And I'm not sure Austin Eckler's built for 17 games of that. I see. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler is like a Ryan Westbrook type back. That's fair. Remember Ryan Westbrook from the Eagles? But smaller. Yeah. The what? Did you Ryan say 80s? Westbrook for the Eagles. I thought you said the 80s. I was like, what? No. <laughs> no. Ah, you're trying to make me feel super old. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. I apologize. So like, so like uh, yeah, like a Brian Westbrook, um, Warwick Dunn type of back, but I think he's bigger than me. I, no, I think he and Dunn are about the same size. I compare him to Darren Sproles. Little, little really? Buddy Mike? Austin Eckler? Yep. 
the dance rolls like five, six. He was probably like a good one. Austin Eckler's tiny. I'm 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 pretty sure he's like five seven. Yeah, could they have him listed at what five eleven, six foot? I think. I don't think they have him listed that much. He's listed at five ten, two hundred pounds. That is the smallest five ten I've seen. He's a <laughs> Charles Barkley six four. <laughs> <laughs> that is the smallest 5'10 I've ever seen. He looks shorter than Emmett Smith, and Emmett Smith is 5'9. Yeah. Well, okay, so here, here's the thing. So his pre draft measurables coming into the NFL, so you would think he's done growing. He was measured at 5'8 and 5'8. Five, five oh, wow. He, he is listed now at 5'10. So somehow in adulthood, he grew an inch and a half. You know what he did? He got those lifts, those basketball players. He got those DeSantis lifts. (laughs) No, those are high heels. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you know I miss him running for president. Now he's back here fucking up the state. (laughs) At least he was busy before. Yeah. Anyways, piece of shit. I I want to go back to the Sam Howell thing because I do have a question for you guys. So... I mentioned that the Redskins, the Redskins, the Commanders, Commanders, whatever. <laughs> Got I'm going to fuck it up. Um, they're, they're asking for a second-round draft pick for him. And it got me thinking, like, what other quarterback has, has played for another team, been traded or left, and won playoff games for the second team when they didn't win for the first? If you can't get a second-round draft pick for Derrick Henry – how do you expect to get a second round pad, uh, a draft I, pick for Sam I don't Howell? know. Right. I know we're talking about two different positions. It's still valid. It, it's, it's a valid question. So no, he's not worth a second round pick. He's, he's spotty at best. And your question was what quarterback has been traded and gone on to have success well, with another team? Yeah. And they didn't have success with the first team or at least playoff success. Steve Young. Brad Johnson. Yeah, Brad Johnson, Steve Young. Um, Trent Dilfer? Yep, Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Boy, talk about technicalities. I'm, this is I'm, true. <laughs> I'm, I'm working technicalities on that one. Um, so are you uh, giving up a second-run draft pick for Trent Dilfer without the Baltimore defense? No. <laughs> How? I wouldn't give up a loaf of bread for that shit. <laughs> you talking about 1,500 yards in a season? Yeah, I can do it. Mahomes has that by week four. Yeah, but you're not Trent Dilfer. Sorry, Trent. <laughs> um, there's another quarterback. Yeah, it, it is very rare that a, a quarterback is drafted by a team, does not have success with that team, leaves, and has success with the second team. Maybe Kirk Cousins, but he was he was pretty good in Washington. Drew Brees. Yeah, that Drew Brees and Stafford are the only two I could really think of. I mean Steve Young, Steve Young was with the Bucks. He went to Brett Far- hey, Brett Farr was with the Falcons, so Oh yeah, yeah. Your tech, yeah, that counts too. Yeah, so it's been Yeah. <laughs> Sam Howell is not Brett Favre. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I don't know. Sam House, Colin Kaepernick. Oof. Ooh. 
I, okay, let me let me put you on the spot here. Okay, <laughs> you're an NFL GM, okay, and your your owner says, "Hey, we need to pick between two players: Zach Wilson, Sam Howell." Look, see now, some well, Sam Howell, obviously, that's yeah, not Sam Howell. Yeah, that's not even that's terrible. That was a bad setup. <laughs> I would like I would like to admonish you for that. Um, uh, yeah, that's damn. Boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will tell you something I saw funny today. Speaking of Colin Kaepernick, there's a comedian named Theo Vaughn. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of him at some point. Uh, and he calls Colin Kaepernick throws the parks. <laughs> <laughs> throws the parks. <laughs> that shit had me cracking up. Oh, that hurt my chest. I laughed so hard. Look, if it's if it's funny, it's funny. I don't. I'm sorry. That shit. Wow. Rosa Parks. <laughs> well, I got one for you. Zach Wilson or Nathan Peterman? Can, can I have JJ Watt take snaps at quarterback? You just you just dug a quarterback out of your ass and threw him into some weird comparison. <laughs> hey man, you have to choose one. Have to? You have to choose one. There's always suicide. <laughs> Okay, okay. Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Can I buy a basketball team? I don't want to participate in this. Do you want doo-doo or do you want (laughs) poo-poo? Do you want Pia Ching's doo-doo or Taco Bell doo-doo? Wow. Oh, shit. Um, Who's that wide receiver who played quarterback? Uh, shit, give me Kit, Christian McCaffrey. I haven't played quarterback. We brought the fucking Wildcats and shit. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out what we're doing here. This show's going off the way. I'm the, I'm the only one drinking beer. And this whole thing's going to shit. So l- let's, let's talk about good quarterbacks. Let's talk about Baltimore. Let's talk about what Baltimore needs to do for this upcoming season. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about a guy who's got half the stats of Patrick Mahomes <laughs> being called a good quarterback. <laughs> An MVP. I'd like to thank my defense. <laughs> For real. Look, I'm just saying he's not the MVP. No. That, I don't know what hard on the media's got for Lamar Jackson other than Vegas was like, don't fuck this up. Hey. He's a two-time MVP. So Steve Nash, and everybody hates that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> see, it's a problem. I mean, part of the problem is that they, you know, I think the MVP race should be all the way through the playoffs. No, no, it's gonna be a very good Here's, season. It's gonna be a very good was, season. It was over. It was over at week seventeen or eighteen, though. Like he he had subpar stats. If his defense wasn't a top three defense, do you think he would have been considered for the MVP? No. There's a good chance they would have lost much more, at least four more games. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, the numbers weren't there. I like Lamar Jackson. He's a blast to watch. He's definitely improved as a passer, but the numbers weren't there. They just gave it to him. I mean, 3,600 passing yards. This is not the 80s. 
No, if you're under 4,000, something's going on. He is 15th in the league in passing yards. That's what I'm saying. Under 4,000. What are we doing? He had less passing yards than Sam Howell. Than, how, many total, how many total touchdowns? Um, he had 24 passing. and Nine running? Something like Five rushing touchdowns and 24 passing. So 29 total. Josh Allen had better numbers. Yes, I I agree. Uh, but, like, how many other quarterbacks threw for 30 touchdowns? One, two, three, four. Four quarterbacks threw for 30 touchdowns. And he had to do it rushing and passing. Like, the numbers just were not there. And... I hope this doesn't sound like hate against Lamar because he has improved. I like watching him play, but he just wasn't the MVP. There were other people that meant more to their team. That Ravens defense meant more to the Ravens than Lamar Jackson did to the Ravens. Has has the the NFL MVP basically become the Heisman as the the quarterback on the top team? I feel like Vegas had its hand in this one. Lamar Jackson had the lowest odds most of the season, and they were like, "Look, don't fuck this up." Yeah, because it was it was either him or Purdy, and I, I think who I think if San Francisco wins that game on week sixteen when they played, I think Purdy wins MVP. Next season, I think we should bet two dollars a game against uh, with Vegas every week, and just be and just see how much better our life will be than trying to outsmart Vegas. I'm cool with that. It'll be our podcast book. Yep. So with that being said, where does Baltimore go from here? Because their their playoff performance was poopy. Unfortunately, in my opinion, their running backs are made of cardboard, and they need to solidify that position. I thought Mitchell was going to be the answer, but he had a severe knee injury, and I just don't know. Uh, their wide receiver is still like – I don't know who who's out there outside of uh, flowers. Ouch. Yeah. I really don't know. I mean, everything looked good until the playoffs. Everything looked good until it didn't. Yeah. And that's normally how it happens. It was like everything will look good and then it doesn't look good. But I'm perfectly fine letting Odell walk, letting Dobbins walk. Dobbins, I like him as a running back, but he has too many problems. He's injured too much. So here are the the wide receivers who are free agents. Mike Evans, Odell, obviously, Curtis Samuel, Tyler Boyd, Cedric Wilson, DJ Shark, Paris Campbell, Michael Hardman, Josh Reynolds, Randall Cobb, Calvin Ridley, Noah Brown, um, Michael Pittman Jr., Ray 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 McLeod, Chase Claypool. You know, Cedric Wilson is a solid number three receiver. The Cowboys missed him dearly and still miss him. I would much rather have Cedric Wilson than Mel Gallup. And so I think Cedric Wilson would be an addition along with other pieces. You know what I mean? Like as a third or fourth receiver, I think Cedric Wilson would be good for Lamar. Um, Other than that, I'm all in on T. Higgins if I'm them. Well, he just got franchised. 
Well, they, the Bengals said they were going to franchise him. Yeah. I have not seen that yet. They can't officially do that till March, correct? Mid-March? Correct. Because they can't officially do it, but they said they were going to. Well, it keeps the Bengals dangerous. Yep. And we'll do them now, next. Now, with the with a wide receiver like Michael Pittman Jr., do you think that would help at all? Having a big receiver? I guess I'm not. I don't know much about him, to be honest. My question is, does it matter? I mean, have has Baltimore peaked with Lamar? Not saying they need to get rid of him, but can they really go further? with Lamar, a quarterback. Remains to be seen. Um, it's, like BJ said, like that, that running back position is key. Um, and also I, I think that's, that's going to be where you're well, well, hold on a second. I just had a thought. You know, we're talking a lot about the players, we but we bitched an awful lot about that play calling the week after that game. Yep. So let's 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 walk it back a bit. Let's let's get back to stick to our guns here because that play calling was atrocious. They they had three quarters when the running game was relevant. And they chose not to use it. Why are we not doing like the oh, run yeah. pass? No, no, I'm saying, why are we not doing the run pass option for three quarters? Moving that defense left and right, making them think Lamar's taking off, have them guessing. Like, I just, I don't, that play calling was uh, terrible. So is that what they need to go? Just get a different uh, new offensive coordinator and maybe, you know, upgrade running back? Their running back room is injury prone. So I would like them to get a running back. Uh, but Dobbins, Dobbins is leaving, correct? Or he is able to leave. He is able to leave. He's unrestricted. Yeah. And, so, and we talked. We talked. I mean, there's there's running backs out there. Gus Edwards isn't the answer. He's a solid two, but he's not the one. And he's a free agent this year. So there's a good chance he won't be there. Keaton Mitchell, if he can recover, would be nice. Justice Hill is not the answer. So yes, running backs going to need to be addressed. And I've heard a lot of Derrick Henry to the Ravens rumors earlier. They've kind of quieted down, but who knows? Who really knows? But I couldn't imagine a run pass option with friggin' Derrick Henry and Lamar Jackson. Either you get punched in the mouth or you're chasing somebody. <laughs> now, here, here's an interesting scenario. How about Eckler to, to Baltimore? I Look, I don't know if Eckler's game is going to translate to 40-degree weather. And they're going to play – they're going to play – three to four games in 50 degrees and below. That's fair. Outside. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But we've talked about it several times and frequently over the past few years that the best approach in cold weather is to beat the shit out of somebody. Mm-hmm. Look what happened to the Dolphins. Yeah. No, they, they got they cold. They did not want to play that game. I've I told we talk, I've told you before where that game even kicked off. This is going to be a problem. <clears throat> so, according to NFL.com, um, they are projected the Ravens are projected to, to draft Johnny Newton, a defensive lineman from Illinois. 
Whatever. I feel like, I mean, receivers have been worth a chance second, third, and fourth round over the past, I don't know, seven, eight years. So that's that's not a problem. But the running back thing is a concern. If they're going to address that free agency, though, what's their available? They're not, they don't have cap problems like the rest of the league has cap problems. Yeah, I mean, and the, the cap that's on the screen was the, the old projected cap, and I think it went up about $30 million. So they've got room. Yeah, so it's not impossible. Um, I do think they have to sign Patrick Queen, though. Mm-hmm. That's going to be – that's not going to be cheap. He's probably going to get a $5 million raise. Up to $8 or $9 million a year? Yeah, well, linebackers go for about 10 a year, don't they? I think so. So that's – I mean – it's not the it's not a terrible hit, but it's a chunk. It's so crazy for someone in my position to be talking about five million dollars, no fucking big deal. <clears throat> it's a big deal. Um but I would think they'd do everything in their mind to keep him. I don't see any reason you let Queen walk. He's been a vital part of that defense. So according to Sports Track, the market value for Queen is eighteen and a half million a year. Ooh. I don't know if that's going to be possible and to do the things they need to do. But I'll tell you one thing. If the Ravens are good at anything, it's drafting defensive players. And for all we know, they could have the replacement on the roster right now. Yeah. So, But I think you're right. I think we place the running back and figure out the offensive coordinator and, again, just run the damn ball. Um, why, why wouldn't you franchise Queen? Is he that level of linebacker? Yeah, I, if you've got the franchise tag, I don't know who else you would use it on, to be 100% honest with you. I don't see it on this free agent list. Yeah. Because the, the free agents above him, with regards to, to value, Beckham, I'd just let him walk. Zietler, uh, Gus Edwards, and uh, Rocky Hansen. Matabuke, he's, he's a big deal in the middle of that line. But he, so I, I don't could, think he's a free agent this year. Yeah, he is. He's unrestricted. Oh, okay. Right in the middle of the screen. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you signed him first. Yeah, I would think so. And I'm just saying, you can have a marginal linebacker behind a Pro Bowl defensive tackle, and he's going to look better because the blocks have been eaten up. Yep. So... Yeah, I guess you got to franchise Matabuke if you're going to use it and then try to lock down Queen. And then you're going to, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of our assessments so far, it's going to come down to the draft. Well, and don't forget with the NFL, free agencies first. Yeah, but how much money are they getting? They got Matabuke, Queen. Rakia Sin's a pretty solid second or third cornerback. Yeah, and, and they're going to have probably about 30 to 35 million in cap space. So that's Manabuke and somebody. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be tricky. So we'll move on to Cincinnati. Offensive line, will you fucking do something with the offensive line before you get this generational quarterback slaughtered? 
He's had knee problems, hand problems. You know he's dodged a concussion or two. Like, just do something. You can just flip the page now. We did it. <laughs> Done. Moving on. Do do something with the offensive line, you idiots. That's the only thing you have to do. That defense is is playoff caliber. That offense with a shitty offensive line is playoff caliber. If you can keep your quarterback standing up, do something with the offensive line. <laughs> He's very passionate. It's it's three years in a row. It's three years in a row we're talking about the same shit. They are wasting a good quarterback. He keeps getting beat up, and he's playing through injuries. He's played through a bad calf that he got hurt in training camp. He got he sat out because of a knee. He broke his thumb or tore a ligament or something. Like, you have to do something or fucking trade him. And not for nothing, they're going to have about $100 million in cap space. Yeah, there's no there's no excuse for them not to fix this offensive line. And you know what? While you're at it, get a new offensive line coach. Just redo the whole thing. That's the only thing they have to do. Fill in some spots here and there, spend a little money in free agency, fix the damn offensive line. Now, NFL.com has them drafting Morris Mims from Georgia, an offensive tackle. And then they should trade up right behind that and draft the next best offensive tackle. <laughs> and you have to take the ball. And by the way, um, Joe Mixon fought his way for everything he had last year. Yes. So how about a guard? Get a guard or something. Someone to open up that middle and loosen up that defense because you're also wasting a generational running back. Joe, Joe Mixon is one of the few all-around running backs. He runs inside, outside. He catches the ball. He pass protects. Like He does everything. And I mean, you are I, now officially wasting Joe Mixon. I don't think I'm wrong in saying this, although I probably can be. Burrow's top five quarterback. Jamar Chase, top five wide receiver. Mixon's Mixon? probably top ten running back. And you're doing shit. T. Because Higgins, you can't protect could, him. T. Higgins is borderline a top ten receiver. Yeah. If they hadn't franchise tagged him, he was getting paid this year. Yep. And they have a playoff defense. You are royally screwing this up, Cincinnati. You have to do something about this uh, offensive line this year. Now. It has, it has to be significant. Like, just replace the whole goddamn thing. Orlando Brown Jr. is probably fine. But the rest of it, trash. So, I'll move on to the Browns. As far as I know, Flacco is not coming back. I, that's sad to me. That would be great if he did. I would love that. It was fun. It was a great storyline from couch to playoffs with Joe Flacco. Um, I'll tell you this, that offense, that offense did not look bad with Flacco in it. So who's the fucking problem? Um, the, the Dingleberry that's um, starting quarterback. Oh no, he had that Dingleberry pushed in. The, the guy with a guaranteed contract they cannot get out of. Oh, they better hope he fucking has a masseuse finger him again or something. They, they need something to avoid this contract. <laughs> James Harden travels to Cleveland. He shouldn't tell him where to go. That's what I would do. I would hook him and James Harden up and wait. 
Not, not that James Harden would do anything, but James Harden is going to put him in places where things could happen. See what I'm saying here? Yes, allegedly. Yes. yes. Oh, no, it happened. This is not allegedly anymore. <laughs> so, I mean, but that's the point. I mean, their offense with Joe Flacco, who was on his couch in week two, looked serviceable. So if you just have a respectable quarterback back there. Do you think his prostate's recovered yet? Flacco's or Watson's? Watson's from that thumping that got in Houston. (laughs) I'm just wondering. I'm just, I mean, I'm not sure that's a part of the body that's meant to take a beating. Just asking questions. Uh, Please feel free to comment on Facebook and get us banned for a couple days. (laughs) Dorian, do you want to chime in on this? You're over there laughing. Too gay for Dory. He checked out. <laughs> and so gay he forgot his mic is muted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like hearing nothing to talk about. I mean, ever since he had you know, a couple of knuckles in his ass, he ain't been playing right. You know what no. I'm mean? so, No, no, no. Ever since we found out he's had a couple knuckles. Right. Because he was on Let's point see. when it was secret knuckles. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when it was under couple knuckles, when it was right. black ops knuckles, everything was good. <laughs> everything was fantastic. Now that it, now that it's public NBC evening TV knuckles. Yeah. Yeah, no, shit. Shit's going down. I'm gonna say this again. Like this behavior doesn't just start randomly. True. Probably happened in college and Dabo probably sanctioned it. If he's smart, he'd just start hanging out with Dwight Howard. <laughs> Got them big ass knuckles. <laughs> and then both of them would be happy. I'm saying, just kill two birds with one stone. Nah, do I have to be like, you know, two prostates with one thumb. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. This would be the shirt that gets us canceled. <laughs> hey, Deshaun, you ever had your dick sucked by a giant? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Michelle, it's the same thing. Don't worry about my beard and my mustache. Who's that? Oh my God. You said that oh way too slickly. <laughs> Look, Dwight Howard is on record, right? He's going to lure him to the house with the masseuse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, He's like, you think you like those knuckles? Look at these knuckles. <laughs> I can palm an exercise ball. <laughs> it's basically like 10 dicks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, oh, like that meme I sent you guys in the group chat with the girl did four anals at one time. Like, how? Wow. Oh. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you brought it up. We might, as well, we might as well go through it. You're going to have to have your average guys up close. Your average or above. Actually, all four should probably be above average to make this work for the science, for the science to be effective. So you're going to have to have two above average guys and then two fucking horses behind them and they're gonna have to be all okay grinding on each other so i don't know oh, oh, i don't know oh, how this oh. i don't know how this works in real life oh, oh, oh. and then i'm trying to think like 
Your asshole's not meant to stretch like that. No. Like a, a terrible poop is what? A toilet a toilet paper roll? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now and now we're talking like a two liter. <laughs> so there's gonna have to be some stretching. Now I'm trying to think of what apparatus we have to use to stretch. Wow. Do we just go with a two liter? <laughs> wow. Adam brought it up. Yeah, this is true. This is my fault. This segment is sponsored by Medela. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, I'm just walking through it. Logistically, logistics concerns, you know? Adam's fucked up. He's stuttering. It's over. Yeah, well, I stuttered normally. Adam, Adam's done. Dorian doesn't want to talk to me because he won't be able to look any of his coworkers in the fucking face. <laughs> You know, I was thinking, maybe it's not the two liter. Maybe they just go for the fist. Oh, wow. Maybe, I mean, because, like, it's flexible. So you can go, like, two fingers, three fingers, four fingers, fisty, double fist, punch fist. And then you should be good to go, right? Oh, man. Oh, man. Whoever does that shit, you got to wear the pin for the rest of their life. Straight up. (laughs) The nerve is not going to exist. Oh, I'm not worried about the nerves. That muscle's going to be wallered out. <laughs> I don't care if they feel anything. I'm more worried about the elasticity of the muscle. I mean, the, the problem is if you stretch it so much, there's going to be leakage afterwards. And, that's just... and I'm just thinking, like, what do these girls make a scene? Like, the big ones. What are it's like, five, ten grand a scene? Like, you're selling your asshole for ten grand? So, yeah. Like I mean, you better you better start Kegels as soon as you get home. You just better squeeze, release, squeeze, release. Get <laughs> do everything you can to get it back. Pray, be like Jesus. I know I just took a two liter in my ass, but I need it to return to normal. <laughs> and don't eat anything spicy. I'll tell you what, the internet's a crazy place, and I know one thing: you better not let that motherfucker come inside out. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> if you've never seen it, look up prolapse. <laughs> oh, you know, you got, you got one asshole to another. We got Deshaun Watson still on the screen. So, what about it's the been a couple <laughs> weeks, guys? I'm back and I ruined this episode. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, I'll say it for you. Go ahead. Yeah. Anyways, I don't think there's anything <laughs> the Browns can do. There you go. <laughs> uh, sit on a Gatorade bottle. Moving on. <laughs> okay, this this is the fun one. Pittsburgh Steelers. Get rid of that fucking quarterback. It's, the, it's, it's, it's as simple as the Bengals get rid of the quarterback. Get rid of the quarterback or the quarterback room because they have two quarterbacks. Just get rid of both of them. Mason Rudolph is actually a competent backup. Kenny Pickett is not. No. No. Get rid of... But, <laughs> Option B of bringing in Justin Fields. No thanks. <laughs> no. They're going to have cap space. Use it wisely. Get Kirk Cousins. Yeah, so that's, that's the question. So, I mean, if they, don't, if they don't trade for somebody, obviously Trubisky just needs to just start walking. Maybe you walk from Pittsburgh to Philly. Um, so you've got Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, Jacoby Brissett, Tyrod Taylor, Marcus Mariota, Sam Darnold. Drew Locke, Baker Mayfield, Gardner Minshew, Teddy Bridgewater. 
Teddy Bridgewater is retiring and coaching college high school football. So he's he's out. Yes, he's coaching. I believe um, the high school he went to in Miami. Yeah, good for him. Miami Northwestern. I mean, there's other quarterbacks listed, but I mean, I really don't think Carson Wentz, Kyle Allen, or AJ McCarron are the answer. AJ McCarron wants to go back to uh, the USFL to play so his kids can watch him and he can be closer to home. So I know he that's that's not the answer there. I'm pretty sure he has to be released from his contract. Well, I'm just like I've just got the free agents listed here. Oh yeah, I'm just I'm just whittling it down as I remember things that I've read or heard or watched or whatever. Uh, drafted or Kirk Cousins, that's your answer. And this team will be so much better. And you know what? I like Jalen Warren, but I'm not sure he's a number two. I feel like Najee Harris is a number two, and they need a number one. Just an opinion. Probably not popular. Don't give a shit. I mean, as we mentioned, there's a bunch of of running backs out there. They're going to be spending some uh, money on defense. Quan Alexander, Marcus Golden. So um, NFL.com has them picking uh, Cooper DeJohn from Iowa. Who is he? What does he do? He's a defensive he's a, back. He's a back. He's a, I think, he's I think he was all-American all defensive back. Right? What, Isn't that the white guy? He yeah. is a white dude. First he, guy since Jason Seahorn? Yep. <laughs> yep. He can jump too, man. He got, he got some rides on like they showed him playing the basketball game last week. He he was flying. Oh, he, air, like he, he yeah, he's playing. legit. Yeah. But yeah, BJ, you're right. Just get rid of of Pickett. Trubisky's already gone. Bring somebody in. If you want to use uh, Rudolph as a bridge quarterback, fine. Sure, I'm not going to argue with you. But the answer is not Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett has not been good since that fake slide he did against Wake Forest or whomever it was. And it, he, pit, he pissed the football guys yep. off. Yeah. He should have been slaughtered on that play, and he wasn't. Right. So that's our, our draft breakdown for the week. Um, we'll, we'll keep doing divisions by divisions until we get to the draft. Um, we will do a mock draft right before, so it'll be fun. Um, I do know that the um, March Madness is kicking up. It's almost March. Um, we will do our selection show of all the uh, different games. Now, I have not followed much college basketball this year, honestly. I couldn't tell you who's number one. I think it's Houston, I think. Um, but I can tell you that Bronny James is a good team player. And I only know that because the, the top three stars that they listed for the USC um, game – one had like 18 points, the other one had 11 rebounds. Bonnie James was the top three star. He was listed as a team player. What's the average of like eight points? Six. Six. Oof. Oof. I mean, he's a it's... little better than the Stephen A. Smith. A little bit. Yeah. Not by much. I I don't know. <clears throat> Here's the thing. Are we about to see some nepotism? Yes. 
So they're going to draft him just because daddy wants him to play. They're going to they're going to draft him because they want to keep daddy on the roster. LeBron has already said that wherever he is drafted, he will play. It'd be funny. Orlando drafts him and like LeBron's except there. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck that. I know better. I've seen this shit franchise. Very frustrating, Orlando. Nothing at the trade deadline. Very frustrating. Nothing. Now they are this year. I think they're 30, 33 and 25. Yeah, 33 and 26. All you're doing is making the case that they could have gotten a player to push him over. Mm-hmm. And then Jonathan Isaac tweaks his knee the other night. I was like, oh, fucking shocker. Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. He's been, I, I'm not a big Jonathan Isaac fan, but he's been playing great defense this year. I will give him that. Let's just and and that's that's what he was drafted to do. He was drafted to play defense. A little high to be Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Light. Let's, let's clarify. Dennis Rodman, light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won by 27 today without Palio playing. You know, Bonchero's out for some illness. I don't know what that's about. Sick of carrying this team's back fucking hurts. <laughs> no, that, that's T Mac. Well, I mean, that's what they do. <clears throat> they bring people in there, wear them out. Did the same thing to Dwight. You know, that, that's not fair. They put a decent team around Dwight. They gave Dwight what he needed with shooters. Mm-hmm. Well, and I still blame Stan Van Gundy for what, what we're seeing now. Um, because that was kind of the genesis of everyone can shoot. You, you had Dwight Howard down low, which you don't have now. Well, and well, then you had four shooters around them. Well, that's because they had dominant big man. Yeah. I don't blame Stan for that. That was a smart decision. If they're going to double Dwight, we're either going to make them single cover Dwight or pay. Those are your two options. That was a great idea. I can't be mad at Stan for that. What are you going to do? Surround Dwight with drivers and slashers and clog the lane up? Yeah, so they, now he can't work and they're running into Dwight when they get down there? And they were great until uh, Rashad Lewis got pregnant. I mean, got popped for PEDs. Why don't the two happen? I'll tell you what, one of the best, I'm pretty sure it's a free agent signing. One of the best free agent signings ever was Turkaloo for the Magic. Yep. He did so much for Orlando. Game-winning shots, 20 points, 30 points. He played pretty good defense for being a giant Turkish man. Didn't he block Kobe in game one of the finals? Well, yeah, that just that set off a terrible chain reaction of events. <laughs> it's sad that that's the things we hold on to as Magic yeah. fans. Turkey blocked Kobe. Yeah. Kobe also drug both nuts across Dwight's head when he was a rookie. <laughs> it is. You thought Dwight Howard was a damn squirrel. I was he should have put Kobe on his back so quick. It was so frustrating that he just let that happen. Because he just couldn't enjoy his hands up. Damn. Damn. <laughs> I didn't do it this time. <laughs> so, Jordan, I'll ask you because BJ has boycotted the NBA until the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a team in the West that you trust other than Denver? Uh, no. Okay. Now, a team that 
a team that's going to be scary if they're able to figure shit out is the Clippers, man. Clippers. Uh, team Medic? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, they well Russell had is having a, a solid year this year, but at times during the games, I saw I forgot what game, but I forgot who they last, but I I saw flashes of what they could be like if Harden, Westbrook, and uh, Paul George and Kawhi, if they're able to gel some type of fucking uh, camaraderie and it's consistent. And go to state to watch out because they can play a small ball with them easy. I remember um, Boston started like it was like nineteen and 0, 20 and zero at home, and they played um, the Clippers played at Boston, and they were like, oh, you know, Boston's going to go forty one and zero, and LA beat them by twenty. I mean, it looked like the magic was playing out there. It was bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly. Um, but yeah. So, um, Nick, you know what? Um, another team that I don't think individuals want to play in the playoffs is uh, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City has a balanced team, man. And Shea Gillis Alexander, he's um, he's turned into one of those. What I'm about to say, don't say it. If you say it on the radio today, I'm gonna come through the screen and punch you. Look, look. Remember, we Shea talked about Gillis what happens Alexander. if you fight. <laughs> Listen, Chase Gillis Alexander showed in, in in the last game when he played against uh, Minnesota and he had that big game. I saw a little bit of Penny Hardaway in him as a okay. scorer. Just that's, saying, that's not the comparison that I heard. A little bit, as far as scoring wise, he. I saw yeah. a little bit. Bj of has left the chat. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying, dog. Like I, like I saw a little bit uh, a hit of Penny, some some moves, some spin moves. He was like, I said, oh, he, he's a black man and he plays basketball. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was so funny. I was listening to a podcast and they were like, well, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. But SGA, uh, I don't want to say it. He he reminds me. He reminds me of Kobe. And I went, fuck no. <laughs> oh no! Oh hell no! No no! It's like I'm, I'm stop talking. <laughs> no, no, I ain't saying that. No, I'm, I'm saying because like, um, in the play, like I I do like the fact where him and Anthony Edwards were going at it. They were guarding each other. Love that shit. Oh, they Love actually cared. Shit. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. They actually cared. They were guarding each other, right? And the thing with and he hit a penny spin move. I was like, oh shit, that was some. That's a penny spin spin move. That's why I saw, I saw a hint of penny. I'm not saying he's penny. I'm not saying that he's going to develop into Penny. He hit the Penny spin move. I'm like, oh shit! He hit the the, the Penny spin move. It's that it's the half spin move. You know what I'm saying? What worries so. me about Oklahoma City is that when they go play on the road, some of those arenas are near high schools. <laughs> Josh Giddy shouldn't play that night. <laughs> So he probably needs to to keep him out of trouble. <laughs> keep me in the press box. Stay <laughs> Just here. Stay there. Stay here. <laughs> okay, Carl, stay there. My name is Josh. I know, but I'm, you'll go by Carl. <laughs> Josh Giddy pulled a uh, quagmire. How old are you? I'm 16, 18. 
No, 16, 18. <laughs> I keep hearing 18. Damn Quagmire. Hey, his name is Giddy. So it's like Giggity. <laughs> Damn. Giddy, you all right. Oh my god. Oh man. Um <laughs> And that's our NBA talk for the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So, so that lasted much longer than I thought it was going to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, name five. This is this is not sports related, by the way. But name five places you should not take a girl on on the first date. Chuck E. Cheese, strip club. First really? date, you said. First date, first date, first date, first date. You might want to make her the center of attention. Yes. I mean, I just it depends on what kind of. What now, are your intentions? What are your intentions? Yes. Are you trying to get laid, or do you really like her? That there. This is a valid question because there are different kinds of first dates. You're right. Let's let's say you just. Now, if you meet her at the strip club, it's a whole different conversation. Yeah, that's true. But let's say, for instance, you let's say you met her off of an, uh, off of an app, right? And you know what? I want to see where it goes. I want to see where the wind takes. <laughs> this is 2024. If you met her off the app, the full intention is fuck it. <laughs> all those, all those apps, all those apps stores, all those apps are is a meat market. So, <laughs> so funny story. So a friend of mine broke um broke up with a boyfriend because he told her on a on her birthday cruise he didn't love her anymore. So, in the middle of the cruise. So she comes home, moves out, and she gets on a couple of those apps. She has no idea how these things work. She's like, she's our age. And so she's swiping, 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 and goes to bed. And she wakes up, and her phone is blowing up. She's like, these 50 guys want to talk to me. (laughs) I'm like, Christina, it's because you're cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, I'll tell the story. So... It was the first so time. So you you're looking to see where to take a, a girl on the first date? Do I need to have to talk with you? <laughs> well, first We are years. gonna set you up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. All right, okay, all right, all right. So I'm gonna keep real, right? So met this girl off of plenty of fish at the time. Well, and there's your first problem. <laughs> Man, hey, look, plenty of fit. Hey, if you want them as sleazy as they can as they come, plenty That's of fish. That's what OK Cupid's for. <laughs> um, I heard about OKQ, <laughs> but check it. So, all right, met off playing fish. She wanted to go on a date, right? I I didn't want to take her. I refused to take her to like any type of steakhouse, like Rufus and shit like that, because it's like I didn't I didn't want to set the standard high. So she thought, oh well, I'm gonna get this all the time. Plus, in my opinion, you take dates like that if you guys are like going steady, or that's your wife or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Going steady, you high school. Wife, Huh? Are you in, going steady? What is this? Say by the yeah, bell? What the I'm fuck? Saying, I'm, you, you know, I'm, I'm saying like, I'm saying like, if you guys are like, you, you know, you guys been dating a boyfriend or girlfriend for like six months to a year, yeah, you know, what I'm saying you want to take her out to a nice steak dinner or whatever. You never take a woman on a steak dinner if it's the very first date. You never do it. You set the expectation high, and she might see you as a simp, and you get her a steak dinner, and she go back and give it to the dude that's really blowing her back out. 
Hey, look, man, you gotta stop watching the movies, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I know guys. I won't say their names. You guys probably know them too. Oh, I know. Who I know who you're talking about. I'll say it right now. No, 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 no. Hey, I'm gonna type it. I'm gonna type in the chat, and you just say yes. Don't we try to keep our numbers up? Oh yes! Boom! Boom! Give him my money. He's known for taking girls out. To like steak dinners, he take them out. They thank you. They clown his ass, and they go fuck their side, dude. Well, I'm like, dude, you can't. You I know don't what? know. If, look, you're just talking about being fiscally conservative because you could take a bitch to McDonald's and she could do the same thing. Yeah, right. Well, and and here, here's the thing. So if if you take a girl out and then on um, you know the next day she's effing somebody, you're the side dude. Right, right, right. So there's your first problem. <laughs> right. But that person is known for simplest behavior. Known for it. <laughs> <laughs> known for it, man. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. So um <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think it was gonna happen did you <laughs> no i did I <laughs> you were like oh i know i don't say they don't say they don't no, 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 don't say they just but yeah yeah but yes no i yes. here's the thing i don't and call me naive and i understand uh, I, you can say that i don't think you can live your life like that at the risk of fucking up the one girl that yeah. you want to you want to be with and that's the trick it sucks it really it really sucks but if you start you know maybe you don't take them all to steak dinners maybe you take them out to mexican well uh, see I, I would actually i would go a nice italian place like maggiano's is a great first date restaurant mexican <laughs> Why when i say mexican what italian might be too romantic Steak dinner might be too expensive. Mexican is neither. <laughs> Who doesn't love chips and guac and salsa, right? Bro, first of all, you get a part of it for free. <laughs> so I got I just covered your fiscal conservative. Right there, bam, chips and salsa free. Secondly, I can get a Modelo. Third, I can eat fajitas. But no, I'm dead serious. I don't think you can live your life like that. And uh, I think you all you can do is as much legwork as you can pre-dinner. Yes. Yeah. Feel it out. Conversations, right. text. That's all you can do. And then right. you got to go on about your business. And if she does that, that's on her. That speaks more about who she is than who you are. But let's say, I hear you say, uh, DJ, what did, let's say, for instance, three what, are the get, what do the ghetto boys say? <laughs> you gotta let a hoe be a hoe. You can't. You can't change her. It's not your job. And like another one of my good friends say, who was raised on JT Money and Poison Clan, if she likes it, you gotta love it. So either you're gonna love her being a hoe, or you're not gonna like it, and you gotta go on about your business. Those are the only. It's the only two outcomes. Either she's cool with it, or she's not cool with it. But you gotta go on and do you. Understandable. But let's say you go on three dates with three different women 
and it's the same outcome. They use you. Well, is I, it them or is it you? To be honest, uh huh, that's more likely than not. Yeah, it's more likely because the girl you want to be with and the girl that wants to be with you is going to be harder to find than it is to find a slur. Yes. Okay. So I I go into these things, it, shitty as it sounds, whatever. But I try when I go out on dates. When I have, it's been a while. You know, the last the last the last one was tough. It was. <laughs> I feel I this is sensitive to me because I feel like this situation is what happened to me. Looking back on, it, I was like, was I the side dude? <laughs> Maybe I was. Anyways, but like when I go out on dates, I try to just do me. And then whatever she is, is up to her. Because first, when you're trying to date somebody or see somebody, it's got to be her fucking idea anyways. Or she's going to wake up one morning and go, what did I do? Yeah. You don't want to hoodwink and bamboozle somebody. True. So, like, it's got to be her idea. So you got to let her feel it out. And the last girl I was dating, fucking last thing she said to my face was, I should have you over one night and cook for you. And I was like... That'd be great. You know, just let me know when you're available and didn't talk to her for five weeks after that. Oh, damn. Yeah. And that was, that was four unanswered text messages. And I was like, that's enough. (laughs) That's enough. I am not desperate. So answer to your question, Dory, you need to have about three or four different go-to places that you take somebody. That way you can rotate through them as you're, as you're doing this. All Mexican. (laughs) Um, No less, no less than twenty dollars ahead, but no more than fifty, wherever that may lie. And that's for a first date. After that, then that's on you. And if you come home and you're dating one of these local girls, take your ass to Burger King, get them two whoppers for six dollars, and just. The Sanford ladies are more sophisticated than the Leesburg ladies, so. Yeah, sorry. They, they want to go to Wendy's at prime time when the prices are up. <laughs> the only thing is, when you're dating these local girls and you do the Burger King, you're going to be back there dodging these farts. <clears throat> That's the problem with going for Mexican. <laughs> well, look, if she's a good lady, you'll be farting by yourself later. <laughs> on a first date. Because I've talked about this, I've talked about this with friends at work, but that uh, if I sleep with you on the first date, it's probably not going to last. <laughs> that shit's so fucking true. I, that is so fun in my life. It has been because then I sit there and be like, "That was too easy." Yeah. And if I look like this and she did that, what'd you do for that guy? What'd you do? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah, for my. In my experience, that's how it has been with me. I, I usually don't wind up in relationships with those girls. I wind up in situationships with those girls. <laughs> that's only a bridge girlfriend. Oh yeah, I, I, they don't even get the title girlfriend. That's a girl I hang out with. She's <laughs> yeah. a friend. Yeah, yeah, she's a friend. Um, so yeah, you just got to do you. Do whatever you want. If you want steak, take her to get steak. I do like the I do like the test though. I like the test. I like the test. Take that bitch to Taco Bell and see how she reacts. <laughs> this is where you're taking me? Absolutely. What'd you have planned? What'd you think was going to happen? Did you Cheesecake Factory? Because that's not allowed either. So what now? 
She's taking, she's taking back her. Um, I mean, all you can do is be yourself. Do what you want to do. And BJ's right. You know, if you're not yourself, they will find out. That's in yeah. any relationship. Yeah, and you got to let it be her idea. You don't want to trick somebody to date you. Then a couple months later, they're like, oh, I, I didn't I didn't want this. I didn't sign up for this. Right. You were not the this. person I started with. And by the way, that's happened to me. I've dated a couple women and went, you were not the person you were three weeks ago. What the fuck is going on? A lot of the a lot of the problem is at our age, everywhere this, there's these things going on around the uh, internet, red flags. Mm-hmm. At our age, we all got fucking red flags. It's why we're mm-hmm. single. Yeah. Like, oh. and first of all, at twenty you had red flags. At thirty you had red flags. Everybody's got red flags, but we <clears> live <throat> in a replace, not repair society. That's true. There's, it's like, and that's why there's so many single people out there. And that's why there's so many few people willing to commit because they don't understand that any relationship is going to require work on both parties. Not to steal every, the line, not the every day, will hunting. every day. It's never going to change. You have she, to work every day. She may not be perfect, but is she perfect for you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah. so everybody's got these red flags. Oh, he doesn't like dogs. So they make me sneeze, bitch. I don't want to be around a dog. Get a cat. <laughs> I don't like cats. Get a lizard. I don't like lizards. Get a bird. Get a guinea pig. I don't give a fuck. Like there's so many things. And like the one I hate the most is like, well, he doesn't have a good relationship with his mother. Well, what was his mother like? Did you take time to figure that out? Like, how do you know what these relationships are? Oh, well, he doesn't get along with his dad. Do you know what his dad's like? Do you know what they went through growing up? Like there's so many things that people don't take the time to learn about somebody. That's why I personally might not be the best strategy. I don't date multiple people at once. One, I am terrified of calling them by the wrong name. <laughs> number number one, number one. But number two, I will get distracted yeah. with other things where I'm actually trying to figure out, do I like this person? Do I like being with somebody or do I actually like that person? And when I'm dating a couple people or going out to drinks with a couple people, I get a little cloudy. Now, I don't know if that's just me, but I would imagine it's more than just me. And so I recommend that people don't do the dating unless you're looking to get laid, then date who you want, whatever. But if you're actually looking for a relationship, I'd narrow it down to like one person, spend a month with them, a couple, few dates, telephone calls, text messages, and uh, put some time in and see how it feels. Okay. That's a lot of pretty good advice from a single guy. I'm so sick of people saying I don't take advice from single people. Well, that's because you're a fucking asshole. That's why. But again, everyone's looking for the perfect solution immediately, and that doesn't exist, especially at our age. No. Because at, at our age, if you're single, <clears throat> there's a reason why you're single. Mm-hmm. Now, that may be a completely valid reason. But there is a reason, and you're going to have baggage. And it's I've just, had, I've had commitment issues since 16 years old. It's it's a matter of can the, the person that you're with overcome the baggage, and vice versa. Are they worth it? Yeah. But nobody takes the time to find that out anymore. They duck at the first bump, and they're like, oh, uh, uh, and they just take off. And well, like, and oh. you know, and the how we started this conversation, like you know, the dating apps literally is a picture and swipe. It's a meat market. It, it's I a was, freaking meat market. I was doing it for a while and I was figuring, like I I started swiping on these girls and I'm sitting here like, is this porn or is this an attempt to get to know somebody? 
it's porn. It's, it's porn. porn. It's basically it's soft core porn. You're like, oh, that face is appealing. Oh, she's got nice tits. This one was confident enough to put her whole body in a picture. Like that that's what this is. And you wind up, it's like, dang, like this is not how this is supposed to go. It's not how I was raised. It's not how I came up in society. Like you have to talk to people. Like uh I asked the last girl I dated, I asked her out to her face. And one of the younger guys that worked with is like, Man, I've never done that before. Like, what do you mean? Like, I've always texted girls to ask them out. And I was like, uh, that's like the easy way out, bro. Yeah. Like, you, 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 when we grew up, you had to put yourself in front of the firing squad. Right. You had to. Yeah. You had to. That's the only way. What text? Yeah. What text? You write it down. The closest you had was writing it down and putting it in a piece of paper and sending it. And that was terrifying because then she could show it to her fucking friends. So the the lesser of two evils was going face to face, and that shit was nerve wracking. And you didn't have autocorrect, so whatever you wrote, if you couldn't you wrote, spell, that's it. you're gonna pick well, it. Your that's the thing. Like when when you're talking, especially someone with a stutter, like you can't get words out. Yeah. <laughs> no, especially yeah, because the nerves are gonna get you. Yeah. I I was told Adam about a girl in seventh grade that I asked to a dance who was at that time out of my league guaranteed out of my league i knew it but i was swinging for the fences i was 12 who gave a shit right yeah. took me two weeks to finally do it i waited too long she already had a date she was very oh, polite man. about she was very polite about it though she was very nice and it was the easiest i've ever been let down in my life it's been pretty rough since then <laughs> <sighs> yeah that's what you gotta do i and you know what bothers me about that term simp? Your father was a simp. Yeah. When you find somebody you love, you start simping, bro. That's part of the deal. Like, yeah. if you love somebody, you simp. You get up and you think about what can I do to make her day better? What can I do to take off her plate? And by the way, if you're not doing that, you don't love them. You don't love right, them. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, so the like... The thing is... Like we put a term simping, right? It, I well, think real quick, where we guys, come from guys fall before girls, also by the way. Guys know no, before girls, yeah. I do that. Well, I'm I'm talking about like a guy, if you're simping or listen, if you're falling for a female and you know that the feelings mutual, she feels the same way. No, that's not simping. Simping is you're falling for a girl and you know she's no good for you. And she tells you, Hey, I'm out here in these streets, but I'll see you when I see you. And you still look for the attention and things like that, then you're simp. She's telling you, I don't want to be with you. I want to be out here with these other guys. Wait, but... wait. Can I take it back to 1995 real quick? <laughs> can I can I? You're buying pussy. <laughs> right. You're you're attempting to buy pussy. I believe what we called it was tricking. You are tricking. Yeah, tricking. <laughs> okay. So I get it now. Simp, being a simp is being a trick. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you're tricking. Yeah. So he who shall not remain, who, who he who will remain unnamed, yeah. is a trick. Yeah. Basically. Boy, I bet you he'd be ready to fight if I said that. <laughs> Truth hurts, man. Hey, this you've got to pay for Shirley being made to look your way. You've got bigger problems. Right. Exactly. This is not. These are females who are saying this. Females. Trick. Females. But you know, you know what a trick. We have to. We got to tell the whole story. You know what a trick needs to be a trick? <laughs> the other half. Hose. Hose. <laughs> All right. 
And that's why I have no problem using these words in 2024. These words were created for a reason. These people exist. Quit being a bitch. It's okay. <laughs> Tricks and hoes exist. <laughs> hoes are hoes for a reason. They're not exploring their sexuality. They're not sexually free. <laughs> They're hoes. What's that song? You're exploring your sexuality if you try different things with the same person. Well, I, you know, I understand, you know, look, sometimes you get sick of vanilla and you want to try some chocolate or you want to try some strawberry, you want to try some Superman swirl. So you just don't do, do the Neapolitan in one night. But here's the thing. You don't have to receive money and gifts to give it up. No. Or you don't have to, you don't have to lead somebody on emotionally to give it up. No. Just give it up. You want to be a hoe, be a hoe. And guys can be hoes too. It's girls that get butt hurt because they feel that shit when you call them a hoe. Because it's like, damn, that one night, yeah. yeah. And so, like, they get all butt hurt. Guys can be hoes too. Girls can be tricks. There's a lot of girls that are tricks. Ask them big girls around tax time. They're tricks. Mm-hmm. And they lose their whole tax return to X, Y, and Z, and then they disappear for the rest of the year. <laughs> and they hit you up about January. What's up, baby? How you doing? <laughs> I haven't talked to you in a while. Exactly. <laughs> You still make that mac and cheese? Yeah. You still give me that PS5, right? Yeah, I do that little thing. You're like, yeah, I do that. I'll do it. I need a bag for my head. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm just. (laughs) That's a thing. If it's not a thing, you don't have enough friends. If you don't know about that thing, you don't have enough friends. That's just a thing. People will find a girl who normally would be single and then shack up with them and their two kids about tax time, wind up with about half of that tax refund, either in some rims, a PS5, a few <laughs> outfits, uh, a, a few, a vacation, and then they yeah. disappear about April. Yeah. Go do their thing. Who's for, and it, it's usually like the, the January to April girl has to buy two airplane seats and the April to December girl can buy one airplane seat if you get my drift. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh man. These are things that happen. Call me chauvinistic, call me sexist. These things exist. And just because I talk about them doesn't make me an asshole. It just bothers you. And that's your fucking problem, not mine. You're an asshole, but for other reasons. Yeah, for other reasons. Mostly because I'm direct and blunt, too. Because if you're my friend, I take care of you. If you, if you call me an asshole, it's probably because you did something to see that side of me. But we don't talk about that either anymore as a society. Because you just want everything to be fucking whipped cream and cherries. I believe we just talked about that. Maybe maybe we weren't you know, taping, but terms like asshole and bitch and all those other yeah. ones that you describe I all the men. It's a term of endearment. I came on the camera today and said, what up, motherfuckers? <laughs> I just feel like every grown man should be called motherfucker once or twice a week. I don't see why it's a problem. I would prefer if Samuel Jackson would call me twice a week and call me motherfucker. That would would be excellent. Like he could just call me and say, what's up, motherfucker, and then hang up. And my week would be made. BJ wants a cameo. That's what he wants. Yeah, he just call me, say that, happy guy going on about my business. So, look get over the verbiage it is what it is these words exist for a reason uh yeah that's it take our relationship advice and guard yourself at tax time if you're a big girl (laughs) 
So on that happy note, I think we're going to call it a, a night. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Peace.